ladies and gents, here with Adrianosaurus. I'm the coach of Adrianosaurus Rex for Super Coach BBL purposes. And my God, wasn't it a round and a half? Round seven is in the books. And it was a crazy, crazy round. Um, you know, we had games cancelled. We had players go off to cover in test squads, aka Mitch Marsh. And we had a rained out game, you know. Well, can we call it a rained out game? It was sprinkling, you know, at worst on the coverage. But you go out to the suburban ground and there's no drainage. Uh, and everyone's getting a donut, you know, from Sixers and from Renegades. And, you know, well, let's go back to me. You know, I had an absolute wretched round. Um, you know, in that game, I had Dwarshus. I had my captain, Abbott, playing. And I had Finch. Now, when you... You make trades and you bring in players for this game. You probably knew that there was a bit of weather about, so you really only have yourself to blame. I only blame myself. Um, and, you know, it just stings that my VC, Ben McDermott, <laughs> got a donut. So I got a total of zero points from my captain last week, which stings. But it, that's the round it was, wasn't it? You know, we had a game called off. We had the Thunder losing players because of positive COVID. You know, players that people would have had. You know, Alex Ross and um, Hales. You know, you, you if you had them and Marsh, you know, but you would have been absolutely sporting this week. Um, and, you know, obviously we all had to make some pivots and adapt on the run. You know, for me, I was holding Scorch. I had a bunch of Scorches and I was holding... Um, you know, stars ready for their double game week. So for me, it was a bit of a scramble to try to get a team on the park. And if we'd have got a game in on the sixes, I probably was on track for a pretty good round, to, to be honest. Um, but, you know, it wasn't to be. And and that's the way Supercoach is, especially in BBL. We know that there's rain. You know, we know that that happens at times. Um, look, it just, it's, you know, I'm all for suburban grounds. I think it really is better for sport, um, that we do, you know, suburban ground trips. Uh, but you know, if they can't drain, they only got one super stopper, you know, <laughs> you just, you know, the, it'd be nice to know those things, wouldn't it? Going into the game, you know, I didn't know that, but, um, anyway, it's just, you know, you can't, can't do anything about it. It's in the books, but you know. That it affected the round. Now, I think that probably the round would be defined by people who might have had a VC on Sam's and enact it. I think that's good play. You know, you get in rounds of uncertainty, you get a good score on the board for a VC and you just take the points. Points is, is good in in uncertain rounds, especially when there's weather on the cards. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people I was seeing in head-to-heads just enacted the VC loop. So, um, you know, Sam's was a good score. So, you know, that was probably people who saw some green arrows. Um, me, oh, you know, I thought there could be worse. You know, I guess that's why I'm probably in good spirits at time of recording this. I finished with 386 a terrible score, you know, but again, you know, I basically didn't get a captain play, did I, for the round, and that's, you know, my fault, you know, for gambling with the weather, um, but 3,806 overall, so it could be a hell of a lot better, you know, but it could be a hell of a lot worse uh, for me. Um, look, this round, it looks like it's going to go ahead, you know, we'll get to that later, we'll go through some scores and some people who we got our eye on, because they've got double game weeks and such coming up. Um, but it looks like the round's going to go ahead, albeit, you know, there could be some implications again uh, with Supercoach this week. But let's go and have a look at last week. Um, some some of the scores, I think, that were relevant, um, you know, good, 
you know, scores and bad scores, uh, and who, you know, people that we're going to be targeting for the upcoming double games, double game weeks, because we do know that we've got the strikers coming up onto a double game week. We've got the hurricanes into a double game week again. We've got scorchers. Um, you know, we've got thunder and we've got renegades. Um, so there's some, they're going to, going to be some relevant players that we want, you know, Allah Rashid's going to be a huge, huge target. You know, he, he probably stunk it up a bit last week and, um, you know, we'll talk about some of the other ones that we've, you know, got our eye on for double game weeks upcoming. All right. First, you know, last week it was the thunder, you know, four players down due to COVID, um, you know, stirring win, you know, a really good win over the strikers who are in all sorts, really, if you look at them, um, but Jason Sanger, you know, mate, what an innings and what a game. He even grabbed a pole, didn't he? You know, he's having some sort of tournament. Um, he is locked into that position in the team, but you know, you've probably missed the boat, unfortunately. You know, there's people that will still, you know, maybe you bring him in. But if you do, you're going to have to bring him in this week. He's made 100K. It's amazing, amazing, uh, you know, price rise. And he's got a minus 57B this week. Um, he already costs 163000 But, you know, if you've got him, you're riding him into their double game week. Um, and you're cheering you know, but he had an absolute ripping game last week, 149 points. He scored well, you know, since he, it's it talk about taking your opportunity when it you know, opens. He has really taken it, you know, and run with it this uh, year since he's come in, you know, big score, 59, 67, 81, 149. That's like better than Marsh, you know, so uh, wow, you know, good scoring. He's 160K, he's got a negative break even. You could, you know, if you wanted to be really kooky, you know, you could um, sell someone and, and bring him in and just get a price rise out of him probably this week. And he'll probably score well like he has all, all year so far. Um, you know, good score by Daniel Sams, 94. Um, you know, it's just, you know, Sams, even if he doesn't come off with the bat, you know, it, it's always something catches and he'll grab a pole. Um, you know, he bowls in the right parts of the game. Um, and, you know, he's been pretty good this year, Sams. Um, he's going to be somebody that people want for the double game week. I think the price for him is 185 now. You know, he's still got the 58 break even. So, you know, it's not going to be an emergency for you to bring him in. You know, but Sam's 170's had that one horrible one. You know, 41, 45, 99, 44, 94. He's a very consistent player. Um, and, you know, people who would have just gone, you know, with the safety of Sam's, get him on the board in the first game of the week as your VC, smart play. You know, smart play. And they've looped him. You know, I brought in um, Mahmood last week. I really like Mahmood. He looks like he's going to take a wicket every ball, basically. Um, you know, there wasn't a big pile of wickets for him last game but he was still get the economy bonus he still grabbed poles um and you know 58 i'll take 58s when it's you know you get these players that get your single digits mahmoud you know he's scoring you know is solid every week i think let's have a look at him um this year 104 33 57 58 i can take that you know i would have loved a ton but you know he's a good bowler now i think he's um you know yeah, he looks like he's going to take wicket every ball. Ollie Davies, you know, back in, he finished the game, well, finished the innings nicely there with um, Sanger. He is 79,000, you know, with an eight break even. So I think, um, you know, if you're downgrading, you know, a player, I think that he looks like he's going to bat in that team 
um, you know, I think he's going to hold his spot in that team now moving forward. So, you know, I'm sure people are going to probably look at him. It might be, you know, he's going to start going up probably now in price. Um, you know, Jilks failed again, you know, 13 points total for the game. And I think that his position's in doubt, you know, definitely in that team when players recover or whatever and start coming back in. He probably got a reprieve this week because of, you know, players out. Um, but look, I don't even care. You know, if he, if he goes out and he becomes an NPR, that's even better for teams, you know. So if you've got other priorities of your team, just whatever. Don't, just don't play Jilks in your starting lineup. And, you know, his position might, you know, start to way you know be in danger, but you know that's a wait and see. Um, over the other side, there was you know not much. Now, unfortunately, John O'Wells had a good game. He's a good player when he gets given a chance. He's just not someone that you bring for super coach because he doesn't you know unfortunately have the good role in the team. But when he gets a chance, he's been great for them in the past. Seventy one gave him a light chance in this game, uh, and Renshaw was okay uh, with a 53. Last week, he got a 90-odd. This week, a 50-odd. If you'd have jumped on Renshaw, you were, you know, it was a good trade. He's over 100K now, um, with still with a minus break-even, you know, minus 35. He's not even bowling. It's just in the batting. He looks pretty good. He's in 33% of teams. So, you know, he's very highly owned. Um, th- these guys have got a double game week coming up, and both teams, so, you know, options for teams, uh, yeah, I mean, I should say, over the other side, you know, Sanger does interest me with what he's doing, but, you, you know, you did, you had to buy him low, you know, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to get him in, Sam's, I like, you know, for his consistency, Mahmood, I've brought in, um, Ollie Davies is a cheaper option, looks pretty good to me, um, you know, people were bringing in Sam Billings, didn't come off for him this week, he's been really good this tournament, but he got a 28, it's not like it's terrible, um, and he has, you know, had some good scores. You know, he had a 19 and a 28 in there as, oh, he's got a couple of 19s and a 28, but he's got 69, 53, 99, 102. So um, at his price of 158 with a 37 break even, he's going to be someone that people bring him. You know, but that's that's the um, the thunder. Um, but again, you know, we've got players that are going to come back into that team you know, Ross and, and Hales, you know, but when is the question? Is it going to be by their double game week? Um, Yeah, over the other side, um, Renshaw, you know, he's over 100K now. Matt Short um, was the 37 this week. The, the, the bubbles burst with Matt Short, unfortunately. It looks like he's just, you know, he sees red when he goes out there and he thinks he's got to be, you know, a strike rate of 300, you know, and he's failing. You know, he's... Unfortunately, down to 104,000 now. He's got a break even of 68, you know. But, you know, for me, I've got Matt Short in my team. I'm going to probably just hold him now. He's lost his value to be, you, you know, um, great for me to trade. Maybe I will trade him. I don't know. But I, the bubbles burst, you know. And, um, you know, the scores, 107, 161, they were really the, you know, the anomaly when it comes to Matt Short scoring. And it's been 18, 24, 5, 37 since. So, if you had him to start the year, you you know, you were cheering and celebrating how well he was and you were calling him cheapy of the year, but the bubble burst really quickly, you know, with him and unfortunately, you know, he's gone down. I wouldn't even be targeting him, you know, if you if you didn't have him, maybe you know, people go, oh, the price is beautiful, but I'd prefer to take, you know, one of these other ones, I'd, you know, in, in my team, I'd probably take, I don't know, Dare Worrell, you know, what Jake Weatherall seems to be warming up a little bit in the tournament ahead of Matt Short now um, as an option. 
some people this week I saw bringing in Siddle, you know, because his price was good. He's 97900 He's got a 54 break-even. Sids, you know, but the one thing about Siddle is he's going to bowl himself at the death and in all the four overs a game, you know. So I don't know if I'd want him in my team, but, you know, I'd prefer him to Garten, who stinks. You know, Garten is stinking it up with as someone who's got a great role in the team, batting high in the order and bowling four. He's just getting the tonk when he's bowling, and he stinks when he comes into bat. Um, uh, what's he down to now? 123,000 with a 93 break even. Um, I wouldn't be targeting Garten. You know, for, so from that team, Renshaw interests me. Um, Rashid Khan obviously interests me, even though he was down in his last game. He didn't make his BE, so he's got a 131 break even this week. At 100, he's 176,000. He's going to probably struggle with that um, BE this week, and he's going to be cheaper right when you need him. So he's going to be so ripe for the picking. He's going to be the number one target for everyone for their double game week. I mean, of course. They're on a double game week with the um, strikers, but he's going to be brought in heavily into teams. Um, you know, so I think if I was targeting anyone, it'd probably be Rashid Khan and John O. Wells, you know, and maybe Scorchers. Um, but, you know, there was a stirring win by the Thunder. Um, in the second of the three games, we had the Hobart Hurricanes, you know, choking. They choked <laughs> and they got beaten by the Brisbane Heat. Look, the Brisbane Heat, they are showing a little bit of ticker aren't they you know they're showing a little bit of heart out there it's basically that they're a team of bowlers only because they're top order batting basically non-existent they're always like five for 40 in every game and then these amazing youngsters in like you know Bartlett and Baisley you know Steckity's been great you know are getting them you know over the line or close in most games you know so in this game you know Bartlett isn't he? He's, you know, he was 90-something thousand to start the year. 121 he scored this week. You know, he's got a break-even of 22 going into next week. Bartlett is 199,200. He's going to be over 200k. Bartlett, it's amazing. Um, he's 121 this week. If you had Bartlett, you know, you just keep holding him. Or well, maybe you hold him one more week and because his scoring is good too. It's not like you're waiting for his thing to burst. He's still going. You know, he's, he's bloody amazing. Um, Majib, you know, if you were a long-suffering Majib owner, he's 13% owned. You've been getting garbage off him all year. You know, well, yeah, 65 and 38 to start the year, but then 8, 6. Um, you know, but he's turned up this week, um, which is good. You know, Majib, you know, he's he's finally paid the faith on people. Baisley, you know, he's been great too. He, he's scored a 99 this week. He's 172,000, you know, with a 14 break even. So probably that's their superstars, you know, um, this year. Bartlett and Baisley. Um, Steckity, you know, 58. He doesn't get a bad score. He's over 200K. Um, he was he was good for them as well. Um, you know, even Wildermuth, he's sort of been coming in as an X-factor off the bench. Um, you know, 140,000, you know, scored okay this week as well. Um, big fails, you know, by your Lynch, your Bryans, your Pearsons, your Heaslets, you know, <laughs> Duckett, who's been good for them, failed this week as well. Mate, you know, what's wrong with Lynn? You know, he's... You know, you, you hear him talking on the coverage going, oh, I'm hitting them all right. Well, just go out and hit them all right out there. Maybe one in one time this season, you know, he had that 150, you know, but, oh, mate, isn't it, um, 
isn't it bad viewing? You know, he's just, uh, it seems to me like in the past with Lynn, it was either, you know, massive going off after the ball heavily or, you know, uh, a block. You know, that's what he does. He doesn't hit ones and twos. He just either goes for the big six hit or he blocks it. And I think that ratio this year is way down. You know, when he used to go after the ball, it was probably like, uh, I don't know, eight out of 10 shots, he would go for the big hit and two times he'd block. Now it's probably more like five and five, you know. And I think that that puts his mind in a confused state when he's out there batting. Uh, and unfortunately, it's resulting in him getting out, you know, cheaply. No, anyway, that's just my two cents on it. Um, look, you're not going to really target Heat players and, you know, these amazing players in Bartlett and Basley. I think you could just hold them. You know, they're scoring well every game. But, uh, and, you know, maybe Steckity. You might have to sell them to get in players that you want. But those, those three, you know, they've been great. Uh, and you'd, you, I'd be happily holding them until... At least their break even gets huge. Um, Tom Rogers, you know, he's got to be close to cheapy of the year. I mean, I grabbed Jordan Thompson. I could have grabbed Rogers at that time, and I'm going to regret it the whole bloody time, I think. You know, he, Tom Rogers, 170K now, a minus six break even he's got. Uh, and they're coming up onto a double game week, you know. He's been the cheapy of the year. 86, 11, 73, 95, 111, 135. You know, that's amazing. That's 70, 73, 95, 111, 135. He has been near player of the tournament, you know, since he's come back in. And, uh, you know, it's going to be hard. He, he He's rock solid, held his position in the TV. He's like their frontline bowler. And you're coming up to their next double game week. People are going to target, you know, probably... McDermott, you know, he's got a, d- a duck this week. Um, he's still got a low break even, 24. So into their next game, he's going to uh, be expensive, but he's going to probably make more money. Um, you know, Wade's terrible. You know, since his first couple of games, he's down to 100K. But, you know, maybe if you're stashing, if you're going to trade other players out, you know, knowing that the Hurricanes are coming up onto a double game week, maybe you hold McDermott and Wade and you pump them up with a Rogers and an Ellis, you know, maybe. Um I don't know. But in this game, Rogers was fantastic again, 135. Nathan Ellis, he's been great. 104, he's up to 150K with a 43 break even. Um, you know, he's 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 uh, one of those diamonds as well. 48, 33, 59, 54, 67, 66, and 104. He's like um, Rashid Khan, you know, there's no bad score in him. You know, his lowest score of the year is 33 with a high of 104. He's amazing. He's a fantastic player. I think for me, going into the next round, I might hold Wade and McDermott and I might target bringing in Rogers and Meredith. You know, that's um, that's it, you know. Uh, they're, they're great. Oh, sorry, Ellis. You know, I'll grab Ellis and, and Rogers. Meredith hasn't been bad either. 58 against again this week. He's been pretty good. Um, Darcy Shaw, 37. Isn't it weird the way that he is um, playing this year? He's in such bad form that he's playing a T20, batting, you know, getting... He's he's on 20 out from 35 balls. It's weird. It's just, you know, I mean, the difference between him and Lynn is they're out of form, but Darcy Shaw's really trying to hang in there, I guess. And I feel for the poor bloke, you know, to be honest. You know, he's getting frustrated out there and... um, you know, but I just feel for him. I hope he really turns it around, you know, 
for from a cricketing point of view, but from a super coach point of view, he's not somebody that I'd be wanting in my team at all. You know, for their double game week upcoming, he he, he will be. You think people would bring? He's in forty seven percent of teams still now. Um, you know, but it's not actually the worst year. He's had a thirteen in there, but it's twenty four ninety eight thirty four. The bad thirteen fifty seven. 137 yeah so there's there's been worse people to own you know he doesn't seem to be bowling now in that team they've got a really good bowling lineup um and he seems to just be hanging in there trying to get a score you know um you know in, in his batting trying to hang in there um jordan thompson he got a 37 this week got a wicket you know but <laughs> he's a flop i don't know if i can get rid of him at 81,000. he's lost all of his value you might just get to sit there in my team ah um, Harry Brook has been t- a terrible you know, super coach player. Lamashane, he did well last week, you know, but a 26 this week for him. He's 99,000, you know, with a 16 break even. Um, with him, I think he pr- looks like he's been a frustrating own. You know, he got the big 98 when you needed him um, last round, you know, but it's been, there's been a couple of 40s and a lot of low, low digit ones. So he doesn't really interest me. Um, Lamashane, um, and look, there's not really anyone else, you know, in their team. But they are coming up to the double game week. I think it's going to be the usual suspects. It's going to be, you know, Wade and McDermott. You know, they open the batting at least, you know. And McDermott has been very good until last week. And Wade has been very inconsistent. But, oh, you know, I'd back Wade to have a good a good game soon. And, you know, again, when you talk about it in value, he's lost his value. He's lost his trade value. You know, you want to trade players with good money, you know, which McDermott is, but if you trade him now, you might not be able to get him back in. Um, if you if you trade Wade, you know, could you, have you got a player that's worth a little bit more to make your trading better? You know, Wade, 109,000. You know, it's not worth a lot to me. You know, maybe, you know, if a Stoin or a Joe Clark is, you know, not one of the COVID players, you could go and pivot to them this week. But I just think that, you know, I, I like Wade as his quality a little bit more than them. Um, yeah, and there was only two games because the last one was a washout. Um, but we do have Renegades coming up on the double game week, um, you know, and you'll be having a look at those, that team. You know, over in their team, um, who do I like for players, you know, because they're coming up on the double game week? I guess for them, um, you're going to look at best bowler, best batter type thing. I think that Kane Richardson is their best. You know, he's averaging 58.8 this year. He's 170K. He's going into this double game, oh sorry, into this round with an 87. So I don't know if you, you don't need to move right now, but he's somebody that interests me. Um, Sam Harper, 126,000. He's got a three-round average of 64. He's back to open, which I think is he he, he enjoys. And I guess from Supercoach purposes, that's where you want him. He's got a minus 40 BE. So if he rolls onto the park this week, he's going to make money. Um, other players, you know, that interest me, I think that there's word that Shaw Marsh has got to be close. Um, I don't know. In the last game, before it was a washout, I know that they know uh, they named Aaron Finch at three, which I don't like. He's an opener. Um and he's 96,000, you know, so we're talking, you know, just before about Wade, I'd sell bloody Finch. I know they've got a double game week, so is um, the Hurricane. I'd sell him before I sell Wade. Wade's a keeper, and then he opens the batting, and you've got Finch, who's down at three now, you know, and he hasn't had a great tournament. No, no way. Um, and that's pretty much it from, you know, the... the um, Renegades, for me, I think it's Richardson I like. I like Sam Harper. Um, you know, 
I didn't mind Mackenzie Harvey at the start of the tournament. I don't know if I want him moving forward. Um, but, you know, he'll probably be someone. And look, if Nick Maddinson gets released from the test team in time for their double game week, I think that people might grab him as well. He's batting, you know, pretty well, actually, in the since he's been in the in the team and captaining. He's bowling himself as well. So, you know, that's, that's the Renegades for me. But let's have a look... Um, this week, you know, we've got the Stars up first against the Scorchers. Um, the poor old Stars have 10 COVID, um, you know, pay- players, and we're waiting for their squad. You know, who's going to be in, who's going to be out. Um, they, I just, you know, I don't know how they're going to come up with a team, you know, <laughs> and you might want to load up on bloody Scorchers, you know, or if you've got Scorchers, you know, if you've got a tie, you know, or a, or a Berendorf or whatever, you know, maybe you were planning on selling Mills, you know, they could rip through this lineup. But look, look, we've got to wait and see. We've got to wait and see who is in the, in the squad, who's in the team. They're going to announce that today. Um, unfortunately, it's going to be sort of last minute for you. Obviously, um, it all depends on. You might have stashed a, a, a Madden, or sorry, a, a Maxi, and you might have stashed, I don't know, like a Joe Clark, or you might have a Stoinis. It's all going to just depend on who's there. Um, you know, you're probably going to see teams that probably have a maximum of five. You would have had to sell on the run, you know, stars last week. And if some people were disciplined and held two, maybe they held a Maxwell and a Clark. Maybe if they bring in three this week, they'd have five double game week players. But whether you can get five, you know, that you want in your team is all going to be dependent on who's named, you know, um, someone like Cartwright, for instance, if they lose both of their opens and Cartwright goes to open, you know, I think he's somebody that interests me because he's been playing pretty well where he's been batting currently. I like him at open. So all of it is completely dependent on how they're named. If if Maxwell is named and he's not, um, you know, he, he's not a COVID one and he's named, I think um, he's going to be very popular to bring in. He's going to be very popular to VC. Um, look, they might get rolled, you know, they might get heavily rolled. So there is a school of thought that you don't load up too heavily on them. They're going to be so decimated, but it all depends on who they've got in. You know, if they're named and, you know, the players that um, interest me, if if they're good to go, let's go through the stars and I'll tell you who I like from the stars. Again, like doesn't mean they're going to be available <laughs> for this round. It is their double, and if they are named, obviously I want Maxwell. You know, Maxwell's only averaging you know fifty six point five this year. He's been batting you know like a madman out there. Give yourself a couple of balls, Glenn. You know, but he is definitely got the X factor. He's definitely going to be somebody that people want for the double game week. He's going to be somebody that I would buy. You know, I sold him last week for. Sean Abbott. You know, Sean Abbott is a finish the year person for me. And I'll just, I know it's silly. You'll sell Maxwell last week and then bring him in against this week. But unfortunately, with all the carnage last week, that was, you know, where my hand was forced. Maxwell will be popular. He's over 206,000. Uh, he's 206,300. People will bring him in if he's fit and he's one of the players named. He'll be popular. Um, look, Harris Ralph, you know, I was going to bring him in last week. That was Dwarshus instead. So um, I was going to bring him in preparation for the double game week this week you know we know what harris ralph did last year he was amazing uh he's 155 i'm sorry 151,000. he's expensive but you know i'd just as soon go in with maxwell and harris ralph if they're both fit and they might be the only two that i go into the double game week you know um and it'd be good for them if they do 
look, Hilton Cartwright is 148,000. Um, you know, he's been going so so well. He's got a 60.7 average. He's got a 13 break even, so he probably make money for you over this double game week as well. But it all depends on the lineup and where he bats. If he bats at open, you know, he, he's somebody that I wouldn't mind taking a tickle on. Um, who else? You know, Nathan Coulton-Isle, a gun of the past. He's averaging 40. 1.4. He's 134,000, you know, which is pretty cheap for him. Uh, Case Ahmed, you know, 125,000, uh, 47.8. Just quietly, he's three around average 69.7. I like the look of him at his prize for what he's been doing recently. And, and Zampa, 110,000 for someone the quality of Zampa. You know, this is all dependent on whether they're named, but though I really like them. You know, no one else sort of interests me. I guess probably Stoin because of his class. Um, you know, Stoin, he's averaging 13 for the year, which is unheard of for Stoin. You know, he's the tournament leader of, of the past, you know, Stoin. Um, you know, but he interests me maybe as a third trade. If I'm, if I'm bringing in quality players like... Um, Maxwell and Harris Ralph. Maybe it's a Stoin as my third one. I'll probably end up going in with three if 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 that's what I do. Um, Joe Clark is going to be popular for people. He's three round average of seventy. He's one hundred and nine thousand. He's quite affordable. But again, it all depends on whether he's named. I know that the three players that they brought in the stars for cover from grade cricket. One of them's a keeper, Steepian, and he's an opener as well. So that makes me worry a little bit. We'll probably know by the time this is released. Um, but Joe Clark probably interests me as well, I guess. Um, so that's it. You know, Brody Crouch has been good. 66-point uh, average over um, the last three rounds, a 46.8 average. He's been one of the really good cheapies. Um, you know, if he makes it through and he, he's healthy, um, you know, he's been a pretty good bowl. Maybe you can't afford a Ralph, um, but, you know, Brody Crouch has been good. Let's have a look at him. He's been 50, 33, 99, 25, 74. He's been really good, you know. So at 110, you could do a hell of a lot worse than Brody Crouch. I'd probably take him maybe even ahead of Zampa, you know, like he's been good. You know, maybe ahead of Coulter Nile, you know. He's, he's good. He bowls sort of at death as well. He's really good. Um, but anyway, that's the stars. You know, it all depends on, on who's named. You know, you might... Yeah, out of the one, the 10 could be, it could include all of the big names. It could be Cardi, it could be Maxwell, it could be Joe Clark, it could be um, Stoin. You know, you could lose all of the good players, you know, and you might have to just pick, you know, the good ones out of there if you can, or, you know, the ones that are in a good role. You know, maybe one of these ones that comes in, who goes like a steep and goes up a 42K, you know, keeper, you know, you could bring him in if he's opening, um, you know, and you know that he's going to go off to be enough. You could take a punt on him. You know, basically, is a bottom price cheapy to bring in. You know, that might be a strategy of people. Two guns and a you know a Melbourne Stars. You know, bring in you know to cover their you know covids. It might be a cheap player on offer for you. But you know, again, you just look at it in a sense of um, you know, are they going to bowl for? Are they a you know a good all rounder that's going to bowl for and bat pretty high, or are they a top three batter? You know, so um, that's what you could probably look at. You know, but we'll wait and see once they're teams named and we know what we're sort of contending with. Um, who who am I going to grab? Well, it's it's that you know at the moment I only have one star in my team. I have um, Joe Clark. You know, so if if I'll be spewing if Joe Clark's not one of the ones that's available because I could have four stars next week instead of three. But, 
you know, um, maybe you go the strategy of loading up on Scorchers. You know, it's a bit disappointing, obviously, for teams to lose Mitch Marsh. He's be one of the guns of the tournament. He's off to the test squad, and you wouldn't think he's going to be available this week. Whether he's available by their next double game week, we don't know. Um, but, you know, over there, if you've got a tie, you know, this could be a good cleanup game for tie. It could be a good cleanup game, you know, for Mills or a Berendorf. Um you know, if, if Kelly's still going around, you know, there could be good scores, you know, on for them. And same as if their bowling lineup's not great, maybe, you know, your Inglis types and your Munros, um, you know, have a field day. You know, maybe they give themselves to get back, uh, for Inglis, to get back into form. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting, you know, especially once we get that lineup for stars. Maybe your strategy is to start bringing in, you know, some scorches because the scorches go into the double game week with the strikers. Um, you know, next round, you know, round nine. So, you know, it pays probably to, that's why I was trying to hold, hold scorches until, you know, the carnage last week. Um, you know, you're going to want some scorches. You're going to want some strikers, you know, stashed for the next week. Um, so yeah, that's who I'm going to bring in. If it's all Melbourne stars pending, you know, much like last week, we're going to be waiting on the Melbourne stars, you know, to know what we're going to do with our teams. Um, the questions I've, I've put out a you know, post to get some questions so we'll read those out and answer them so what will happen to the double game if the stars don't play and who are good options if not well we've covered some of the good options who are double game week relevant in the upcoming weeks but look we know that the games are going to go ahead it's just how, whether there's going to be any good options from the stars we're just going to wait and see so thank you causa um look the game's going to go ahead there's the usual suspects, and there's people that interest me, which I've gone through in the stars, who I think you could target if they're if they're available, you know, for selection. Um, if not, if just say there's no good options out of the stars, I'd be grabbing scorches, you know, because they're gonna be the ones who benefit from a decimated team in the stars, and they've got a double game week coming up next round, so you can grab your your scorches, you know. Um, yeah, so you know ties and stuff i sold tie last week i could have should have yeah well if i'd have been able to i would have held him but obviously i couldn't use them last week i needed his money to bring in players that i thought were going to play last week so but you know you can bring him back he's hundred fifty thousand. um you know so that's who i'd be targeting you know depending on the melbourne stars lineup yeah if there's stars to choose from i'd grab stars and if not you know i'd be grabbing strikers and i'd be grabbing you know, Scorches or, or Renegades or and Thunder. Yeah, that's who I'd be grabbing. Um, good. Thank you. That, that's a good question. Last question, stars in general. Well, we'll wait and see. Now, there might not be any stars, good stars for us to choose from, but if there is, we'll wait and see. We'll, we can pick them. Got one in here from Alexander. Darcy Short, Nathan Ellis, and Tymel Mills replacements. Also, do you believe the stars will play around out? Yes, I do. I have Abbott, Rashid, Stackety, Sams, Maxi, and Ben McDermott. This round, I traded Weatherald for Finch. Steckity for Mitch Marsh, Jason Sanger for Matthew Wade, and Sean Abbott for uh, Ashton Agar. Well, look, the round eight is going to go ahead, uh, Alexander. So, look, I probably, you know, if, if I could, knowing that the um, Hurricanes are coming up on the double and the and the Scorchers, I'd hold Nathan Ellis and Tywell Mills. Tywell Mills could have a, have a day out against the decimated stars this week. Um, Darcy Short, I'm not so excited in. He'd be the one that I'd probably trade if I was trading a Hurricane. I'd trade him out and I'd hold Ellis and Time or Mills because they've got double game rounds coming up. You know, they've got, well, in the case of uh, the Scorchers, they've got a great matchup you know, in a decimated stars this week. So, you know, I would probably hold them and I'd probably sell Darcy Short, who I'd bring in. You know, I, you know, we've gone through some of those scores, you know, of this week 
and you know and some of the ones that have been scoring well who are options i think for your teams Renault said why did you have to mention that mcdermott could still make money if he got a zero lol yes i know mcdermott he stung me too he was my captain score for a grand total of zero points Renault. It's just the way Supercoach goes sometimes. And, you know, I wished I, I had Sam's. You know, probably would have been better to just go Sam's and lock in a, an early game for your VC instead of leaving it to that second-to-last game, especially knowing that there was weather in the, you know, on the cards. But look, you know, McDermott, he's made a bu- bunch of money. You know, he's 262000 You know, he's got a, a low break even this week with 20. Um, he rolls in, and well, obviously they're on the buy. You know, next round he... Um, goes out and what are they they've got the double game week in in round 10 next round if people aren't grabbing him for next round and he goes and scores a 50 you know he's going to be up near the 300k price and there's nothing better strategically than if you've got mcdermott in the double game week and people can't afford to grab him in because he's 300k so i'll be very tempted um to hold him you know i know he's worth a lot of money but you know, this week, he well, the next game that they have, he's got a low break even, so he's still going to probably make money. Um, and, you know, selling him this week for his great value and thinking that you're going to bring him back in for around 10, that's not going to work because he's going to be near 300k. So, you know, I guess resoundingly, I say I'm going to hold McDermott because he's still got money to make and he's going to be somebody that going into that round 10, if you're an owner, you know, you're licking your lips. And if you're not an owner, you're going to be petrified. Um, so look, you know, it wasn't the worst. It was a zero. I got him as captain and that stinks. But from a financial purpose, you know, in a round 10 double, he, you know, he's, you know, he's still, a, he's still a solid option. All right. So, you know, we've got the early game, 230 it is the game today between, you know, Stars and Scorchers. We've got a second game, you know, there as well. All the Thunder and the Strikers. So, um, you know, we're straight back into it. We've got to wait and see, and that's going to determine who you bring in. You know, what the Stars have on deck, you know, for a team. Um, you know, I think, you know, VCs, it's it's the first game up, you know, and if you've got a star in there in Maxwell, you know, in Ralph, if you've got one of these ones that you think can go big, you know, that's probably a good VC option. Maybe you go, you know, the opposite route. Maybe you VC a tie, you know, to, to go ton up against, you know, the um, stars, you know. But um, look, the the matchup in game two is pretty good, I think, for the stars in the Renegades. Um, so, you know, Maxi, if he's on deck, he's a pretty good shout, I think, for at least a tickle on a VC. If the VC doesn't work out, um, you know, who do I like? Um probably you know someone from the sixes you know like a sean abbott um this week i wanted to captain him last week so i'll probably captain him again <laughs> captain him this week um you know but that's probably where i'll go um you know if you don't get a good player you know option from the stars um you know the strikers haven't been great and sam's is probably a fair option i guess from you know the thunder as well um yeah, I mean, and that's probably where I'm going to look towards this week. Um, good luck, guys. You know, hopefully this round is a bit more settled. You know, we have got a team on the double game week. Hopefully all the games go ahead, you know, and hopefully there's no weather. I don't think there's any weather um, on the cards. You know, we got a, this is the first game of the round that was abandoned. No, I mean, of the year that was abandoned or heavily affected by rain. We had one, it was also a Sixers game where it was you know, shortened to 16 overs, but, you know, we had one that was a washout, and it's, you know, 
yeah, ruined my my week, you know. But we're straight back up. You know, there's the round that we're looking at. We've got to wait for this team to be announced from the stars, and then you know where you got to go. You know, it's going to be probably. You know, you can go conservative with three. You know, I think if if you've held none of the stars, if you've got one in there and you were lucky enough that they're going to be one of the ones that survives, um, you know, you go in with four probably. But, um, you know, I wouldn't be, if, if there's, you know, if you lose your Maxwell, you lose your um, Harris Ralphs, you know, you lose your Cartwrights, you know, Case Ahmed, you lose, if you're losing, if those are the ones in the list and you've got all these ring-ins, maybe there's no one that you really want to own from the stars or, or VC or C. You know, we'll have to wait and see. But that, everything hinges on that. Uh, have a good round, guys. Hopefully it's a little bit more back to normal. Hopefully you go and get yourself some green arrows. I know that some people have navigated it in a nice, safe and smart way, you know, who have succeeded over this period. I'm probably one that hasn't. I went up last week, but went down again this week. That's sort of what I'm doing. Going up 500 one week and then going down 500 the next week. Hopefully this week I have a ripping week and go up again. I'm in a lot of leagues and cashies and I'm starting to wane. You know, I'm still in the top eight in a lot of them, but I'm not um, not not dominating, you know, at all. So I need some wins. Um, good luck this week, guys. And we'll talk to you at the end of this round. I'm sad. I'm so sad. I VC'd McDermott into an abbot for a donut. Oh, I'm, I'm terribly sad, but I'm going to pick myself up and go again. Good luck, guys. Much love to you all. <laughs> Cheers, guys.